Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Right Side with Doug Billings. Thanks for watching us. Wow, what a debate tonight. We are going to talk about the highlights and uh, try to uh, decipher what really went on tonight and to talk about um, the, the winners and losers, some of the highs and some of the lows. And it was quite a deal. Before I get there, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast, The Right Side with Doug Billings. We are on all of the major podcast platforms out there, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, all of them. We're out there. We are on all of them. Please subscribe to us. You 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 also... As I'm sure you know, you want to see the glory, the splendor, the majesty of all of this. The majesty is too incredible to not see. So head over to YouTube and subscribe to our channel over there, The Right Side with Doug Billings. We're also over on Facebook, Twitter, at Doug Billings, and on Parlor and CloudHub as well, at Doug Billings. Thank you very much. So... It's the early morning after the first presidential debate of 2020. Um, it was it was aggressive. It, it was certainly aggressive, and I think that it was unlike anything we've ever seen before as far as presidential debates are concerned. I think, you know, a lot of it reminded me of, of what it was like back in the days of our founding fathers. I mean, come on, Alexander Hamilton, Aaron Burr at a pre-dawn duel to the death. I mean, that's what political dialogue and discourse is supposed to be. Aggressive, passionate, and powerful. And wow. Wow. And liberal talking heads are exploding and having meltdowns because their guy wasn't the aggressor. He was eaten alive tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Joe Biden eaten alive. Here are some of my takeaways from tonight. Joe Biden and the Democratic Socialist Communist Party want to shut the economy down again. And for much longer this time, ladies and gentlemen, and it has nothing to do with your health. And it has everything to do with making you dependent upon the government for your livelihood. The Democratic Party, the Democratic Socialist Communist Party is famous for this. This is how they have enslaved blacks, Hispanics, every minority group in the country, even the white folks. All of us have been enslaved by the Democratic Party. They want to make us dependent upon the Democratic Party. Can you tell I'm riled up? Trump got me riled up tonight. It's about time we have a president that speaks with that kind of fire and passion. I mean, Biden wouldn't answer any questions. Most glaringly, the question was, Mr. Biden, would you pack the courts if you're elected president? He said, and this is, it's it's so unbelievable. Biden's answer was, well, I, I'm not going to answer that because my answer would then become the issue. And we all, you know, our eyebrow goes up and we go, what? What kind of leader answers a question with a refusal to answer the question because his answer will, in fact, quote, become the issue, end quote. Anytime a politician answers a question, his or her answer can become the issue. That's the point. We want to know what your answer is to the issue, Joe. Hello. 
Well, what Biden did, and several times, he simply dodged and he diverted. He didn't answer. And what that translates into with regards to leadership is weakness. Biden didn't say, for example, that he supports law enforcement. In fact, he never even uttered the words, law enforcement supports me, because he couldn't. He actually said he wants a psychiatrist to ride along with police officers so that there won't be any, quote, hurt feelings when we have to give tickets or make arrests. Are you are you kidding me? Oh, my God. But as expected, Trump had the passion, man. Wow. And he had the fight in this debate. He had the passion. He had the fight. It was clear that Biden wouldn't stand a chance, would not stand a chance across the table from world leaders when negotiating trade deals or peace deals or whatever. He wouldn't be able to negotiate with the local dog catcher to let his puppy out of, you know, the kennel. I'm not even convinced that Biden expects to be around for the next few years. That's what he he looked like death warmed over. He looked like dead man debating, you know, like dead man walking. It was painful to watch white, pasty, death-like skin. And Trump, you know, Trump had the zingers tonight. One reminded me of, you know, remember when he was debating Hillary Clinton, it was he um, some response that she said, and he replied in return, because you would be in jail if I was president, right? He zinged Hillary with that one. Well, tonight he had one about Biden. Chris Wallace tees up the question. He says, Mr. Vice President, why don't you hold large rallies? You know, they were talking about the age of COVID and so forth and social distancing. Why don't you hold large rallies, Mr. Mr. Vice President, and Trump interrupts and says, because no one would show up. I mean, it was perfect. Great timing, just right over the edge. Just lobbed that one over there. Just reminded me of the Hillary line. You know, Trump had, he had several, you know, um, I've done more in three and a half years and Biden's done in 47 years. I mean, it's classic. We've heard that one before, but he used it well tonight. Trump, another one. Joe, you can't even say the words law enforcement. Because the radical left mob won't let you. And then Trump says, Joe, name one. Name one law enforcement agency that's endorsed you. And then there's this long pause. Biden freezes. He can't answer. Because there are none. No law enforcement agency in this country supports Biden. Trump also won on the American schools issue of indoctrination of racism and radicalism and hatred of the country. I'm not going to allow our educational systems to become uh, to, te- to teach that America is racist and evil. And he wins on that point every day and twice on Sundays. Biden's high mark tonight was the fact that he didn't have a stroke, really. All in all, Trump won. He was the aggressor. And now, you know, liberals are out there saying they're having meltdowns, crying that Biden should skip all of the other debates. Forget it, Joe. No need to put yourself through that anymore. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Well, the truth is, and that translates into the fact that they just don't want to see another bloodbath. I mean, it was carnage out there. Look, I'll tell you this about Trump. Trump and his game plan. Trump's game plan tonight 
was to dominate the debate. And he won on that strategy alone. His game plan was not to be polite, nor should it have been. The liberals on the TV tonight, CNN, MSNBC, and all the rest, well, Trump was so rude. This wasn't a debate. This wasn't even, this was one one person, I think it was, uh, oh, I'm going to forget his name. Um, you know, this was obstinately immoral of Trump. Anderson Cooper said that. Uh, crazy, <laughs> obstinately immoral, whatever. You know, when you're on the losing side and you see your guy getting beat up, I, I, I suppose that you want to try to say things that you think will insulate and help him. But even tonight, even the Hispanic television station Telemundo, they had their own little pool after the debate, and 66% of the Hispanic viewing population of that television channel said Trump won. Only 34% said Biden won. That's huge, and it shouldn't be ignored, but it will be by the mainstream media. Hispanics love him. Black Americans love him. Everybody loves him. And tonight, on full display, Trump's passion and his zest, his energy, and his domination. And, you know, with, with regards to Chris Wallace, we have we can't talk about this without mentioning him just once. Chris Wallace had questions that weren't meant to get meaningful political responses from either uh, Trump or Biden. They were they were issued in a way, they were stated in a way that would only get you know um, not psychological but emotional responses. They they were leading questions and they were locked and loaded. It seemed to me at least to just want to spark emotion. It was as it, it was as if even though he pretended he didn't like it, it was as if Chris Wallace actually wanted to create the drama that we saw tonight. So, ladies and gentlemen, my final thoughts are this: I would rather have President Trump at the table with world leaders and be just as dominant with them as he was tonight. Biden demonstrated weakness. He had no skin color. I said it earlier. He was as white as death. People that support him will say, well, at least he was calm. At least he was well-behaved. Really? He was continually flustered to the point that he didn't answer many of the questions. And when he gets flustered, he has these tells, right? He has these signals. He says things like, shut up, man, or or you're a clown, or you're the worst president in our history, man. That's when Joe's flustered. And what we have to realize is that during tough international negotiations in a Joe Biden presidency, God forbid, when world leaders are aggressive, Joe Biden would freeze or or just call them names, right? We can't risk having Biden as the negotiator for our republic. He can't negotiate trade deals, peace deals, or any other kind of significant issue. So congratulations, President Trump. Tonight, you were a winner, again, as you usually are. Passion, strength, domination, that's what the American people want. Law enforcement is on your side. The economy is on your side. COVID-19 and the lockdown, COVID wasn't your fault. And to your points... You shut us down to prevent 
the virus from spreading. We didn't know anything about it. We had to learn. Now we know. Now we know how to open up the economy, and we won't be enslaved by shutdowns. And to your point also, sir, many more people in this country have been brutalized and ruined financially, emotionally, and psychologically than this virus will ever touch. Let's get our kids back to school. Let's go back to work, open up the country, and let's give President Trump four more years. Thanks again for watching. This is The Right Side with Doug Billings. That's our take on the first presidential debate of 2020. You all have a pack of blessings on your back, and don't forget it. Take inventory of that pack of blessings every day. And may God continue to bless the president, protect him and his family. And may God continue to bless you, ladies and gentlemen. And may God bless and protect the United States of America. Good night.